hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion. People must learn to hate. And if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love. Nelson Mandela. The deaths of George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery add to the lenity of names and places that have come to national attention due to racism, such as Trayvon Martin, Alton Sterling, Michael Brown, Philando Castile, Walter Scott, and the Charleston Church shooting. As such news happens with tragic regularity, what can a Christian do to fight prejudice and racism? To that end, Dr. Dixon shares and gives a biblical antidote. Well, bless the Lord. I have been delving into some topics that most of the time the church does not want to address. But we have to address these problems on today in the midst of social unrest and so many hurtful things that's being done, stated and said, and how things are so out of balance today. You know, (laughs) Martin Luther King said, wherever you see riots, it's because people feel they are not being heard. And so today, in the midst of all of this, it is time for us to realize that God hates prejudice, and we should too. Oh, yes. You know, we could have all looked alike, but God didn't do that. You know why? Because he loves diversity. He loves variety. He loves the differences that we have. God is so good. Second Chronicles 19 and 7, the New Living Translation says, The Lord, our God, does not tolerate perverted justice, partiality, or the taking of bribes. <laughs> our nation is in desperate need of healing on the topic of race. You know, we're in a mess and the church can't be silent. The body of Christ has to talk about it, even though it's uncomfortable. Yes, we have to. We have to talk about it. There are certain pictures that I see that it takes me several days to look at one movie. (laughs) Because all of the social unrest, all of the hurtful things said, all of the horrible things done to another person because of their color. I just can't digest all that in a two and a half hour span. All at once. I split it up. Look at it partially. Because I sense and I feel I'm so conscious of this, that the what the word of God has said, and that I know that God loves diversity and variety. He made us this way. And how out of balance we have gotten, especially those of us in the church. We cannot ignore racism because, quite simply, God hates it. If God hates racial prejudice, then we should too. Why does God hate racial prejudice? Well, racial prejudice questions God's creation. God could have made us all the same. We could have all looked alike, but God didn't do that. He loves variety. Racial prejudice is a sign of ignorance. Yeah. When we demonstrate prejudice, we show the world we don't know what we're talking about. We're revealing our foolishness. The Bible says in 1 John 2 and 11, Anyone who hates a brother or sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. You know what? The Bible says, if I hate someone just because that person is different, I'm in the dark and blind. That's a pretty serious accusation from God. Racial prejudice. We can't have it. We have to let it go. Church, we must address this most uncomfortable topic from the perspective of the Bible. That's where I address 
every question, every concern, every dilemma that I'm in, every crossroad that I get to, I find out what the word of God has to say. And then you know what? I just have to come up to it. Oh, it's a work in progress that you begin to work on yourself, but you work on yourself to be better and not bitter. The Bible says that if I hate someone who is different, I'm in the dark. It says I am blind. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Paul said in Galatians 5, verse 14 and 15, he said the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. Oh. Mm. If you display a racist attitude, you're disobeying the plain truth of this scripture. We can't make judgments about another person based on outward appearance and truly love him or her as a brother or a sister. Racial prejudice is a serious sin. Prejudice makes God mad. The Bible says in James 2 and 9, if you treat people according to their outward appearance, you are guilty of sin. Yeah, James 2 and 9, uh, the TEV translation. And the law condemns you as a lawbreaker. Racism is a problem of sin, not skin. You know, one day we'll give an account for that sin before God. But I love 1 John 1 and 9. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Huh. Now the antidote for all of this prejudice and racism and unrest that we're seeing and, and the just horrible things that we're saying to one another. What's the antidote? Love like Jesus does. Together, when we love like Jesus does, we can eradicate prejudice. We can eradicate racism. We can eradicate all the hate. Yeah. The Bible says in James 2 and 1 in the Good News Bible, it says, as believers in our Lord Jesus, you must never treat people in different ways according to their outward appearance. Racism, prejudice, hate, it begins with a lack of love. You can't love someone like Jesus does and harbor prejudice in your heart toward that person. It's impossible. We got to love everybody the way Jesus does. Oh, yes, it's, it's a progressive work to get there. Because of Romans, you know, we were born and conceived in sin. But we, listen, we got to work on ourselves. Jesus gets so specific about this in John 15 and 12. He said, my command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. How does Jesus love us? Unconditionally. How does Jesus love us? Freely, completely. How does Jesus love us? Continually. So how should you and I love other people, even those of other races? Unconditionally, freely, completely, and continually. Now, love doesn't mean we approve of everything someone else does. Jesus didn't approve of everything we do, but he still loves us. The Bible says, as believers in our Lord Jesus, you must never treat people in different ways according to their outward appearance. Yeah, that's what I just read in James. Although a person may look to be homeless, you should never treat that person as you would a CEO. Love is very practical. This is a practical thing. And let me tell you, whenever you find 
Let's say a couple who's in a small group and they've got seven kids, four biological, three by adoption from Rwanda. All right. When you know, without a doubt, these three kids from Rwanda, they're likely to have experienced racism. And I tell you one thing, when we as Christians, we begin to deal with race. And if you were to ask those kids, have you ever experienced racism? I believe that they would respond in some ways that many people would be astonished, but you shouldn't be. Why? Because they would say, yes, I have. Why? Because it is so prevalent in this world today because we're not talking about it. And that's why I'm talking about it. There are some practical ways to love people of other races. And one is not to be colorblinded. Yeah, they like their color. So you don't have to ignore it. Just don't make decisions about them based upon their race. Okay, number two, don't tell people who've been treated unjustly that you understand. You don't. Nobody knows the injustices others have faced. To say you do is simply being dismissive. Number three, remember that your history is not the same as their history. Someone born in inner city Chicago and a person born on a ranch in Gallup, New Mexico, they've got different histories and history matters. Four, don't ignore history or say, get over it. Pain matters. I'm telling you, just like those kids from Rwanda, they've been orphaned because their parents were killed in genocide. But there's no way I could relate to them because my parents were not killed in a genocide. You can't possibly understand their pain. And neither can I. But let me tell you, you have to fight all stereotypes. Everybody in the world feels stereotyped. But stereotypes are never true. Let's commit to seeing each and every person as an individual. Yeah, that's my last point. Not someone stereotyped because of their skin, their creed, or their nationality. And together, as we love like Jesus does, we can eradicate prejudice. We can eradicate racism. Oh, yes. And what better time to start than right now? Oh, when you love that you begin to just, just like Jesus, unconditionally. When you love, oh, my goodness, just like Jesus, freely. When you love just like Jesus, completely. When you love just like Jesus, continually. Oh, The devil can't stand his ground. Oh, I'm telling you one thing. Don't equate love with being a dangerous thing because it'll start having you approving that that you disapproved of. And you'll begin to celebrate the diversity in our world rather than striving toward being colorblind. And I'd like to challenge you. I'd like to challenge you to think about some negative stereotypes that you have harbored in your life that you later discovered to be false as you got to know people, different types of people, and how it has changed the way you interact with others. I want you to think about that in this time and in this season of social unrest, in this season of so many harsh words that's being spoken against certain colors. I want you to know today that we can eradicate it together when we love like Jesus does. We can eradicate it. This is the antidote. Love like Jesus loves. In my closing statement, we will only eliminate prejudice as each one of us, each one in our hearts, be transformed by the love of God. He is willing. 
He is able to change us. So I ask you, let God, ask God to reveal any prejudice in your life, first of all. And once he does that, confess it as a sin and ask Jesus to heal your brokenness and to lead you toward racial reconciliation. Oh, let me tell you, his love will pour in and love covers a multitude of sins. His love will come in and love will lift you up. When nothing else will help, love will lift you up. Oh, I love you on today. Oh, yes. I'm addressing that topic. I had to hit it because I want you to know we could have all looked alike. But God didn't do that because he loves diversity. God hates prejudice and we should too. God bless you. And I love you. My prayer for you is that God, as you ask him, he will reveal unto you if there's any prejudice in your life. And when he does, my prayer is that you will confess it as sin and ask Jesus to heal your brokenness. Ask him to step in and lead you toward racial reconciliation. I am Carol Dixon, and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Dash is connecting to millions of people all over the globe. And we are asking our listeners to help us continue to further our reach by giving. Through your generous gift and donations, it helps us to disseminate this podcast to your location and all over the world. And since Dash is a 501c3 organization, every generous gift is tax deductible. To learn more, please email us at IamCarolDixon at gmail.com. For we want to serve billions of people positively, productively, and prayerfully. We want to thank you for being a part of the Dash community. For you are the very best part of Dash Podcast. And remember, Dash is always on. Thank you.